Our guest today is a media executive, producer, actor, writer, speaker, and founding partner of Cook Pictures. That's Cook, C-O-O-K-E with an N if you're searching for it online. And speaking for searching online, if you don't already know who Kathleen Cook is, you need to look her up. I had a chance to speak with Kathleen last November when she was in Washington, D.C., preparing for the grand opening of the Bible Museum. This museum is an epic eight-story, 430,000-square-foot building that is dedicated to the history, narrative, and impact of the Bible on human society. And I'll tell you what, it looks amazing. I have plans to go this spring, and I cannot wait to get out there and see it. It's just the architecture, everything. It's incredible. Kathleen's production company, Cook Pictures, they oversaw all media and representation for this museum. And today you'll hear on my interview with her talk about this monumental project. We also talked a little bit about Hollywood, what it's like for a woman working in this industry, as well as how reading the Bible can change your life. Yes, you heard me. Kathleen says if you read your Bible four or more times a week, it will change your life. These words of wisdom will be featured in her new book, Hope for Today, that's releasing this spring. We'll keep you posted on its release date, but for now, let's go to my interview with Kathleen Cook. Kathleen Cook, welcome to the Lucas Miles Show. Thanks so much, Lucas. Always fun to be with you. Hey, it's really good to connect, and I just love you and your husband, Phil, so much. And for our listeners out there, that is Kathleen Cook with C-O-O-K-E, if you're looking for her on the interwebs. Kathleen, you guys are just everywhere, I feel like. Anything that has to do kind of in successful, faith-leaning or Christian-based media, I see you guys' names on. It's so impressive, the work that you guys have done. Well, thank you. We feel really blessed that God's put us in that position of influence to be able to help Christians create media that's effective and is used wisely and intelligently. It's interesting. I mean, I would guess that there's a lot of just Christians out there that have never heard of Cook Pictures, but they've surely seen things that you guys have your fingerprints all over. And I just see a lot of humility also in the way that you guys operate. You come alongside of some really major individuals and projects. I'm sure we'll talk about the Museum of the Bible here shortly. But tell us a little bit about Cook Pictures, your founding partner. How long have you guys been around? And really, what's the heart of what you do? So I'd love that opportunity. Cook Pictures, C-O-O-K-E, pictures.com. They can go online to cookpictures.com and check us out. We've really been blessed to be able to work with some of the largest ministries and nonprofits around the country for many years. And then also having a fingerprint within the secular world as well. So we've produced everything from Super Bowl spots to feature films. Many of your listeners may have seen the feature film last year we had in theaters, the Hillsong film, Let Hope Rise. Absolutely. And then we were also privileged last year to work with the Southern Baptist Missions Group. And we did the film, The Insanity of God, which was about Nick Ripken, who was a missionary to Somalia. 
And with those two films, that kind of kept us busy last year. We've also been working, of course, with the Museum of the Bible. And then we've launched a few small evangelicals by the name of Joel Osteen and <laughs> Joyce Meyer on, on some of their projects. So, And worked with Billy Graham. So we've done several of those ministries and, and then worked with some of the mega churches around the country as well. So our hands have definitely been in some eclectic media over the year. I love it. One of these days, hopefully you'll work with somebody successful. I mean, Joel Osteen, I mean, really, I mean, <laughs> it's just incredible. I mean, I've seen your work and I'm impressed with that, but even more so I'm impressed when I sit down with you and your husband. I mean, you guys have spoken into my wife and I's life on a number of occasions. And I just love the the attitude that you approach projects with in the servant's heart. And I just think that there's a reason why you've been able to have the success that you've had. And I think that says a lot about who you guys are as people. So I think the whole Christian world's really indebted to the work that you guys do. Oh, that's really generous of you. And we love you and Chrissy a lot. And I know the work you're doing and the endeavors that both of you have and the passion you have that God's put on your heart is a genuine. And so we're all working for the same team and for the same guy upstairs. So that's, that's, what, that's what it's all about. <laughs> that's right. Now, speaking of the guy upstairs, he's got a book that he wrote called The Bible. And you've been pretty involved in the launch of the Museum of the Bible. And I have not been there yet. I mean, it's really just launching right now. I know you're in DC see it kind of as we speak for that. Tell us all about that. How's it going? What should we expect as we go there in the future? And for those maybe listeners who haven't heard about the museum in the Bible, what is that and where can they find more about it? Yes. Well, if they haven't heard about it, they need to go immediately to the Museum of the Bible site, museumofthebible.org, and check it out. It is the newest, biggest museum is going in here in Washington, D.C. It opens on November 17th, and we've been privileged to do some of the major media for the museum, from documenting the construction of it to their fundraising videos to documentation of the events and uh, openings and things here. And the Green family is just an awesome family to work with. It's just been such an honor and privilege to work with them. But on an endeavor, really, and and the Green's position that so that it would be a non-sectarian museum. It presents Hebrew Bibles. It presents scriptures from the Quran, from the Bible. It has incredible artifacts in it. It starts out with a history level in the museum and then progresses to the impact level, which is how has the Bible impacted our culture and world over the years. Lucas, there are 2,000 passages alone in Shakespeare that refer back to the Bible. Wow, I didn't so, know that. So, as an actor, if you want to really be able to interpret and play Shakespeare, you better know how it fits into the Bible and where that reference comes from. So, from an educational point of view, from an intellectual point of view, this is a museum for someone who doesn't even believe in the Bible or doesn't believe in God at all. Consider it educating yourself. It is the most read book in the history of the world. Its effect has been absolutely in every part of our world over the years. And so it's a significant book that's never been focused on. And that's really the hope of the museum is that people will come with an open heart and mind and be able to view it. And of course, I'm passionate about it. It's been a part of my life and a part of our family's life. 
it's changed the direction of our lives in so many ways and, and continues to do so, have an effect on our lives. And uh, it's why I wrote a new devotional coming out in the spring called Hope for Today, Stay Connected to God in a Distracted Culture, because we live in this busy, distracted culture. And so often we go to the Internet or we go to social media, we go to the next great self-help book, mm-hmm. and we go there for answers. We're in a chaotic situation at uncertain times right now. And so often we go there and choose to go to those sources rather than to an incredible source that God has given us to be able to get the answers to some of the major questions in our lives and the directions we need to be going. And that's what the museum is all about, is directing people back to that Word, back to the Word of God. It's just really remarkable. And just for our listeners that maybe haven't seen a lot on the Museum of the Bible yet, I mean, I know that throughout the country there are small Christian museums or places where certain artifacts are or a lot of great, and not to discount any of those, a lot of wonderful exhibits across the country. But there is really nothing like this. And I know that a lot of money has gone into making this a world-class museum. I've seen pictures of the architecture. I mean, it looks like even if you didn't have any interest in the subject matter, it would still be worth going just because it's such a beautiful building. I mean, are you able to say how much funding has gone in to kind of make this yes, possible? Yes, of course. You know, the estimation right now is the building, the construction of the building alone was $500 million. $500 million, wow. $500 million. And then the, you know, the contents alone is another 500. So you're looking at close to a billion dollar museum right now. Wow. The Vatican itself has a traveling exhibit in there with artifacts in it that nobody's been able to see that they've had in their collection because they've never had a place to be able to show them. The Antiquities Museum from Jerusalem is bringing in all the antiquities from their Jewish artifacts that many of them have never been seen. So they have things in this museum that has never been seen before in public, and they are displayed in the most beautiful circumstance. So when you walk in, you will walk into a room with a 140-foot-long ceiling in it. It's an LED ceiling that changes constantly above you. Oh, wow. And you're given an iPad, and you are told you can tell the iPad how long you're there for for the day, what things you're interested in seeing. It will design a complete tour for you and how long you need to stay at each item in order to stay up on the tour. And then if you don't get through with it in the amount of time you have, it'll save that program for you. So the next time you come, you can pick up with where you left off. So it's state-of-the-art. The company that designs the rides for Universal Studios has come in, and they have created a fly-around-Washington-D.C. ride that you get, a virtual reality ride. And it will actually fly you around to the various monuments and statues and places around Washington, D.C., where Scripture has been embedded into the sides of buildings and on monuments and uh, statues. And so it's fun. It has a full walk through Nazareth Village with actors and sounds and sights of what it would be like back in biblical times to be in Jerusalem and in Nazareth where Jesus was born. It's just a very immersive experience in so many ways. There's really no expense has been saved in 
putting the museum together from just the construction of it to the actual artifact in it. And then, of course, the final piece de résistance, my French coming through here, is the top level where you have one of the largest events, well, the only event space really in Washington, D.C., with a view of the Capitol. And it's just gorgeous up there at night, beautifully done, and has a wonderful restaurant up there with an award-winning chef from the Middle East who's done some exceptional food items that you can uh, purchase and have a snack while you're there. From the very beginning, when you walk in to the very end at the top, it's spectacular. I was up there the other night and watched the sun go down over the Capitol, and it was just spectacular. It's amazing. Okay, I was debating on if I was going to go yet this year or into next year, and I'm going to have to talk Chrissy into uh, making a trip to D.C. So <laughs> I'm sold. I'm sold. Hopefully I can do a podcast on location or something. But Cook Pictures has been pretty involved. Obviously, you know, your passion comes through. I think everybody can hear that and probably is already booking tickets to D.C. right now as they listen to this. What role has Cook Pictures played in the launch of this? We came alongside with the Green family from the very beginning. And so, you know, the Green family has been so generous in their donations and in putting the whole thing together, but they felt like it was important that the Christian audience, that the faith-based audience out there in general, the Jewish audience, all of the various faiths that have a connection to the Bible would be able to be involved in it. It's one thing to make it just a personal project and another thing to make it something for the world and our culture and world to be a part of. And really, that's what the Green family's hope is, that this isn't a museum that they've put together, but it's a museum for the people, people who love God and the people who love the Bible itself, and so that, that it can be shown and displayed and told in all of its aspects, from the first chapter of the Bible to the end of the chapter of the Bible. Bible holds so much history and so much wisdom. And so the Green family wanted the world to be able to participate in it. So we put together some of the fundraising packages, the donor things that have gone on. We've been, like I said, involved with the construction from the time that they, you know, started digging the first hole. Even now we have crews over there going around the building and filming how the artifacts have been put into the building and the contents and the curators and the scholars that have come together. We've interviewed all of them, many of them. And it really kind of cool the other day we were walking around and I was looking at, they have a replica there of the Liberty Bell. And this Liberty Bell is so unique because it's the exact same one that is the Liberty Bell. It was cast at the same place. It was done the same way. Everything about it is just an absolute double of the Liberty Bell. And it had to be put in place while the building was being constructed because it is so big and massive. The only way they could get it into the building was to drop it in with a crane (laughs) from the top of the building. And so that's kind of fun. I've sat there, you know, walked around many times when they were constructing the building over the past few years and walked around this Liberty Bell. And now (laughs) I finally saw it the other day in its whole place with everything around it beautifully done. And I thought, gosh, if that Liberty Bell could actually talk what it could tell you about the process of putting that building together. It's kind of fun. Wow. I think I had a pool table in my parents' basement that was kind of the same way. There was no (laughs) getting that thing out of there. That's really incredible. I mean, are you looking to stay connected with current events, culture, religion, and all sorts of other news? Then faithwire.com is the place to do that. Hop over there, make sure and check out faithwire.com, the exclusive home to the Lucas Miles Show, 
also for all things news, especially with positivity. It's so easy to get bombarded by all the negative news that's out there, and that's one reason why I love faithwire.com and why I've chosen to work with them for the launch of the Lucas Miles Show. It's just a great place to be able to go and get all of your information in one place, stay connected with the world's happenings, and leave with a smile. So check out faithwire.com and make sure and like them on Facebook. And now, back to our guest on The Lucas Miles Show. I want to transition a little bit on this because your cook pictures and you yourself, you've been really a mainstay in media and in Hollywood for now, what, 20 or 25 years? 25 years. 25 years. 26 years now. Yeah. It's been a few. Incredible. You recently put out an article. I mean, obviously, there's been a lot of buzz in Hollywood in the last month or so. And you released an article that seemed to be somewhat in response to some of the accusations that are coming out against, you know, many figures in Hollywood and obviously the whole whole Harvey Weinstein scandal. And you had some really, I thought, poignant and just great advice for young actors. And so many times Hollywood and media gets a bad rap, but I see people like you, obviously I have some roles in Hollywood as well with some of our film production, but there's ways to do this right. And can you transition a little bit and maybe speak to the business as a whole and just the role of it? Is there integrity left in Hollywood? Oh, well, you know, that is a whole different subject. And yes, you know, we've been involved, you know, in Hollywood for many years, and I was an actress for many, many years in Hollywood, and still, you know, very active in the business with all that we do. I do casting for our company now, and I've been intimately connected with all of the things that actors particularly, and even writers, producers, any woman in Hollywood uh, has to deal with. So I did write an article. It was picked up by the Christian Post and a couple other publications. Listeners, again, can check that out online. It was called The Casting Couch, Harvey Weinstein, and How to Survive the Pitfalls of a Hollywood Career. And there are lots of pitfalls. And so I try to come at it from a positive point of view. Is It's there. It's always been there. And even when all of this scandal starts dying down in the public's view, it's still going to be there. And it really comes down to the fact that there's so much competition there. There's so many people that are desperate to get their foot in the door in Hollywood. It's so difficult. They pretty much put themselves aside. They put their morals aside. And uh, as a Christian... God calls us to higher standards, and he calls us to lean on him. I kind of went through a couple things and what I felt like actors, writers, producers, women in Hollywood who come to Hollywood, how do you protect yourself? How do you deal with it? And a couple things I talked about was being prepared yourself, just getting ready yourself. Again, it goes back to the Bible, what we've been talking about. We have an outward part of our body. We have our physical body, and then we have our spiritual body. And our spiritual body is going to live on forever, for eternity. And yet we tend to ignore that. And the only way we strengthen that spiritual body is through Bible reading on a regular basis. Again, why I wrote my book, Hope for Today. It's all based on the number four, 
which is based on the Center for Bibles Engagement, that says if you are not reading the Bible four or more times a week, you will make no significant choices or changes really any different from someone who never reads the Bible. So they studied Christians and the activities and habits that we did for eight years, 100,000 people, a million-dollar study on, you know, what are those habits and activities that actually affect our lives? And they found, again, that if you will read your Bible four or more times a week, it will statistically, strategically change the direction and choices in your life. So pornography usage goes down, substance abuse goes down, anger issues go down, even obesity goes down by 20%. So that tells you how important Bible reading is in our lives. God calls us to know Him, to believe in Him, but He also calls us to engage with Him. And that's what strengthens our inner soul. It keeps us ready for all the chaotic and crazy situations that we're thrown into. So as an actor or writer-producer coming into Hollywood, do you have your act together before you get there? Do you have that inward soul bolstered with the Word of God? And so that's the first thing I gave advice about is don't come to Hollywood unless you are ready to face the issues and have that inner strength built up and that you have that discipline of engaging with God four or more times a week. And so that's the first thing I said. And then the second thing is being prepared financially. Of course, you know, the deceiver... And Satan is always going to come at us in our worst position, and that's usually in my pocketbook, and as my southern husband says all the time. <laughs> I grew up in Las Vegas growing up. We called it our purse, but, you know, the southern people call it their pocketbook. It always hits us financially. So how prepared are you financially to handle the ups and downs? Because I'm telling you, so many young Christian women have succumbed to the difficulties and the challenges and gone into the poor industry, taken some really strategic choices that have changed the direction of their careers because they've been in a financial bind. You know, it's always when your rent is due, your car is in the shop, and you're eating top ramen for the last month that you're given a contract that says, well, if you just do this and take your shirt off one time, nobody's going to really pay attention to that. We'll give you this huge amount of money. And you'll sign on the dotted line because you are so much under pressure financially. So don't put yourself in that position. You know, know how to handle your finances before you get there. And then I say the third thing again is to have a support system. So that means having people back home praying for you, having people around you every day that can pray with you, that can talk with you and say, well, you know, I've been presented with this situation. What do you think? And it's why I'm on the Hollywood Prayer Network board. So again, listeners, if they're interested, can go to the HollywoodPrayerNetwork.org and check that out. And that's where you, who is not involved in Hollywood, may not be involved in Hollywood, want to get involved with the people working within Hollywood and support them. You can do that. You can contact the Hollywood Prayer Network and say, look, I'm not in Hollywood, but I'd love to pray for an actor, writer, producer that works in Hollywood and so that I can help support them in prayer and help encourage them. And uh, you're able to design your own time frame and how often you want to do that, and they'll get you all set up. And if you're an actor or writer, producer, and you want someone who, to help support you while you're in the business, whether you're in Hollywood or New York, they have franchises all over the country now, and they can get you connected and get someone
on praying and supporting. Because as Christians, the Bible says a three-stranded cord cannot be divided. So when you have yourself, God, and that third person in a support group as a three-stranded cord, you cannot be divided. And so that's how we as Christians, I believe, start by taking those three defensive ways of coming into the industry, you're going to be successful, and God's going to honor that in your life. So how about that? (laughs) That is really great advice. And I mean, you know, first of all, it's certainly great advice for Hollywood, but really everything that you said is applicable to just about whatever industry that you're in. I call it lack. So many times people get into lack and lack causes you to make poor choices because you're afraid you're not going to make it. You're afraid you're not going to get the success. You're afraid you're not going to get, you know, in today's world, as many likes as you want on Instagram or something. And so people start making decisions out of desperation and that sends them off into this path. But I think that's one reason why I can't wait to see your devotional release and the stats that you gave on those the four days a week, I think is really fascinating. But just to be able to take time, even as many as just four days a week, to center yourself, get into the word, to really hear from God, and then to build that support system and be able to build your financial situation. I think that's really, really solid advice for just about any industry, and especially the entertainment industry. So do you have the URL again for the Hollywood Prayer Network? Yes. So the Hollywood Prayer Network is the hollywoodprayernetwork.org. Hollywood, where we call it HPN sometimes, but hollywoodprayernetwork.org. We'll make sure and have that in the show notes for everybody. Kathleen, I just, I love everything that you guys are doing. I think that, I mean, I know that you probably wouldn't use this terminology just kind of out on the street with somebody, but there's such a mission field in Hollywood. And I just got back from a two-week trip to LA. I was in Hollywood, various studios for meetings and everything else. And what I see is that God is doing some incredible things there. And for every negative headline that we see in the news, there's 10 things going on behind the scenes where I just feel like God is just connecting people and prospering projects that are really promoting values and faith and inspiration and everything else. And so I love the involvement that you guys have had in doing that. And really on behalf of everybody listening, Thank you for the role that you guys have played in coming alongside of other projects as well as developing the projects of your own. Well, thanks, Lucas. It's always, again, where Phil and I feel honored to be, have been a part of Cook Pictures for 25 years. And again, people can check out our site at cookpictures.com. I have a weekly blog at kathleencook.com that they can check out and read. And then if there are women out there who are interested, I uh, have a group called Influence Women. We have our own nonprofit as well called the Influence Lab. So they, they can go to influencelab.com. But Influence Women is all about getting, I put out a monthly newsletter or journal to uh, specifically women who are working in the business. And I have a lot of men reading it these days as well. So <laughs> it's okay. And, uh, but our goal there is to help men and women today specifically be thinkers. You know, we get so bombarded with information that we don't have the ability to think anymore and to use that information and turn it into truly something that God wants us to use for wherever we are and whatever we're doing. And so Influence Women is all about creating a forum, creating a think tank, a salon, so to speak, an old-fashioned French salon, they used to call them, where you can go in there and actually discuss things that God has on our hearts and minds and that are a part of culture. You know, the Bible talks about where to defend our faith. But that doesn't necessarily mean we need to know Scripture all the time. It means we need to know how to understand and how to speak the language.
language of the culture. And again, that's why I wrote my book, Hope for Today, the number four, and then stay connected to God in a distracted world, because today we are so busy and so distracted that we are putting aside our Bible time, our prayer time, and uh, running out the door and uh, spending time on, on the Internet or spending time on social media instead of really going to the sources that can really help us. So thank you for your kind words, and we continue to encourage people to open their Bibles and see what God has for them, specifically for them in their lives. That's Kathleen Cook with some stellar advice for us today. For our listeners, make sure and check out Cook Pictures. That's C-O-O-K-E Pictures. You can also go to influencelab.com and we'll have all the other URLs and links in our show notes as well. Kathleen, such a pleasure to have you on the Lucas Miles Show today. We'll have you back once your book, Hope for Today, comes out and love to talk more about that. Awesome. Thanks, Lucas, again for having us. Thank you. If you haven't had a chance to pick up a copy of my book, Good God, the one we want to believe in but are afraid to embrace, I want to encourage you to do so. It's available wherever books are sold, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, you name it, you can find Good God there. So grab a copy. You can also always get a copy at lucasmiles.org. And after you read it, I'd love to hear from you. If you liked it, hate it, shoot me a message. Let's stay in touch and make sure and keep visiting lucasmiles.org. That's all I have for you for today, but make sure and head over to iTunes and download the Lucas Miles Show and head over to faithwire.com where you can always get the Lucas Miles Show exclusively there and listen to our newest episode. We have all sorts of exciting guests, so check it out, the Lucas Miles Show.